Hello Capricorn friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Capricorn February 2024 Astrology Horoscope Forecast. Calling the theme of this month, Behold the Cosmic Gold. We've got some unique and rare planetary alignments to talk about and all kinds of other things. So let's get right to it. This is for you. If Capricorn is your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, or any other cap placement that you're watching for, what I'm going to talk about here is part of your astrological picture. I have many Capricorn placements with you. So when I'm reading for you, I'm also reading for myself. And I'm very excited about what I see. If you are on the podcast now, you can see the picture of the chart that I'm using as the thumbnail to the podcast. Okay, I've recently done that just this month. In case you just want to have a peek at what I'm working off of, if you want to see me drawing on the chart, I am doing that on YouTube this month. So you can find me, Anna Botticelli. Annie Botticelli on YouTube. Okay, so here's our little list of things to keep me focused. The first thing I want to start to talk about here is that the Capricorn frenzy continues. If you're looking at the chart, you can see Venus, Mars, Mercury, all in Capricorn still at the beginning of the month. This is rare. Usually as January passes, our Capricorn time passes, but this year we've got a lingering of the energies of discipline and focus and action coming into February. And this is really good news because January was covered in retrograde. So even though you would be ready to take action, and there are some things you could have taken action on, like doing your taxes in the backdrop, like organizing things, there was the cloud of Mercury retrograde and trying to get things going might have been a little bit more difficult until the end of the month. But not only do we have the action-orientedness of Capricorn um, drizzling into the first part of February, we also have a very rare time, a very rare alignment, where not only are we free from personal planet retrogrades and the shadow periods, Mercury, Mars, and Venus, also every single outer planet in the cosmos that we use in Western astrology are all going direct. All of them. Jupiter, Uranus, Neptune, Saturn, Pluto, everything direct. So gives us some important dates. Now, the time that we're free from personal planet retrogrades and shadow periods is from January 21st through March 20th. Okay? And this is important to note because... It's much easier to set your boats afloat or do your launches or do your big projects that you want to be out for a long time or move or make big commitments or, you know, pretty much do anything. Big plans, big travel plans, engagements, parties, weddings. All of those things are much easier when we're not in a retrograde or the shadow of retrograde. And all of February is that time. Okay. January 21st and March 20th. So you want to make the most of this window because in the at the end of the year, we're also going to be dealing with Mars retrograde besides, of course, multiple more Mercury retrogrades. If you like my um, retrograde calendar a year ahead of time, a retrograde and direct calendar a year ahead of time, you can see my secret star portal um, at AnnieHelpsYou.com. But for now, I can tell you this window, all right? And this is what you can use. Now, another very important thing is that from January 27th, through May 2nd. Now you see these dates, there are some periods of time where these dates coincide, the January 21st to March 20th, where not only are we free from the personal planet retrogrades and shadow periods, we also have all the outer planets going direct. But 
we have an additional window of January 27th through May 2nd where all the planets are going direct. So, I mean, all the outer planets are going direct. Okay, so this is just something monumental, something that will bring catching up, basically. If you feel like you've been behind on things um, and things have been stagnating, a lot can happen in a short amount of time and you definitely want to use this energy. Okay. And at the beginning, you also have these very focused, disciplined Capricorn energies, which that's going to change as the month progresses. All of this, Venus, Mars, Mercury, um, Pluto is already there. The sun's already there. We'll be in Aquarius. So this will be a lot more distracted, a lot more diffuse, a lot more social rather than productive, unless you are being social, socially productive <laughs> or productive in the social realms. But the energy will definitely change. So if you have tedious tasks, you may want to wrap those up by the beginning of February. So as the Capricorn energy shifts towards the early part of the month, we do shift into this unusual time of having all of these energies in Aquarius, including the new moon. The new moon is going to February 9th at 20 degrees of Aquarius. So that will add to this Aquarius party. And guess where all of this Aquarius energy is going to be? In your second house of money. Hence the title, Behold the Cosmic Gold. All right. So you've got a planetary alignment of Venus 1, Mars 2, Mercury 3, Pluto 4, Sun 5, New Moon 6. Six bodies or events in your house of money. So that's really a big deal. That's going to help to give you possibilities along the lines of all of the personalities of these planets. So Venus is money itself. All right. Mars is impetus, action, oomph, ambition, the readiness to do what has to be done and the planetary and starry alignments that you need to get things done. Mercury is news and information, also education. If you need to learn something to help you make more or learn something for your investments or learn something, the second house is going to have Mercury blessing it. The sun lights it up. Imagine a dark room with a spotlight. You can see the pretty things that are already there. So you can see the beautiful things of your finances and your material world. But the spotlight also lights up the things that are a problem, the peeling paints, you know, the mismatched curtains or something that have faded over time. So if you have something in your financial consciousness or your money house that needs to be dealt with, the sun can also bring that to your awareness. And this is very exciting. Okay. So I call this second house, the house of practical magic, because this is where you can put all of your manifesting, all of your ethereal, you know, hopes and dreams, all of your asking for guides and everybody to help you into the realm of the very, very material, very, very obvious and tangible. So this can have to do with things coming in through your senses, you know, all your five senses, um, things that you can enjoy, food and, you know, beautiful sounds and vistas and, you know, how you, how you take things in from a sensory perspective. And this can also have to do with the energy of sustenance, you know, creating sustenance for others, having sustenance for yourself and emotional and financial security. All right. So this is a house of values also. So, you know, you may be reprioritizing and this is an amazing time to set a new budget, to set new priorities, to see if the amount of time you're spending on each thing in your life corresponds with how much you value it. We will often wake up one day and say, wow, I'm spending 90% of my time doing this thing that doesn't matter as much as the rest of the, these other things. And this is your time to re, um, readjust 
and replan and re-strategize and put into action. Okay, so this isn't just the planning. This is actually the action. This is the time where you may need to speak up for your needs. This is the time where you may need to ask for help. This may just bring you more income. This may bring you more confidence in your capacity to earn. This may bring you the education that it will take you to earn more. Um, but all of it is really cosmic gold. And the more you utilize the opportunities, the more you can take advantage of them. Now, there's another layer of this storyline. And this has to do with the signs. Okay, so we've been talking about the house that's being accentuated by the movement of all these planets. And now let's talk about the sign they're in. That's the mood they're in. Okay, it's like the party has these type, this type of mood, you know, it's like, it's a, it's a planetary party basically with all of these, um, these energies coalescing. So the 11th house has to do with teamwork and getting the things that you want in life by combining with a group and the power of the group to achieve goals that individuals can't go as far with themselves. All right. This is also the power of technology. This is the power of seeing yourself as a member of a community and getting help from friends. Okay. So Aquarius energy has to do with friends and social contacts and networking. So there may be financial leads for you. If you go to that networking meeting, there may be a job for you. If you show up to that lunch that your friend invited you to that kind of thing, social opportunities are going to give you financial opportunities at this time. And if you need something financially, you may find it through the venue of the group, or you may find it through the venue of technology. Okay. So there are lots of opportunities. The energy of AI is the energy of Aquarius. And so this, you know, you may have opportunities having to do with AI at this time of how it can streamline your business, of how it can make your life easier. And, you know, anything having to do with the technological advancement is here. This also can have to do with humanitarian projects where you're putting the power of your money and resources behind something for the group. All right. So this is, this is a very materially focused time, but it's also a very, um, others oriented community based type of thinking. One other important point here before we move on is that Aquarian energy rules the wacky, the wild, the wonderful, the weird, the non-traditional, which is everything that Capricorn energy is not. So if you are a person that has achieved your financial goals through the venue of Capricornian, you know, discipline, hard work, time put in traditional values, you may find that at this time, if you're stuck in a rut or if you need to advance or if you're ready to do something different or something else, change jobs, change directions, or just add a new layer to what you've already created, you may find that the weirdness, the unique ideas, the non-traditional, you know, the sudden lightning strike um, insights might be what guides you at this time rather than, you know, the traditional principles and this is also lending itself to the thing that frustrates Capricorns the most, <laughs> which is sudden success. Even though Capricorns love success, sometimes we might get irritated if somebody, right, has success when you've been working for a long time and all of a sudden they didn't do any of that stuff and they're successful. But you could be that person now. So if you can open up to those possibilities, you can align with something just suddenly working out 
for you. And it will have to do in this uh, material arena. Now, this can also have to do with material things that you buy. It could be solar for your house, or it could be a car, or it could be you know, something of material value to you that you've been wanting, this is an ideal time to make big purchases because all of the stars are direct and we don't have the shadow periods that mucky things up. It's easier to see and understand contracts and it's easier to make commitments if you have a payment or something like that. And things want to manifest for you. So if there's something you've been working on for a long time, it could just show up all of a sudden um, and be there all of a sudden. Let's say there's a perfect car for you Imagine it in your driveway, you know, imagine what it feels like. I did this when I manifested, um, multiple of my cars. Actually, I just every day would imagine this certain car in the driveway. I saw myself going through, I even went to test ride it so that I knew what it felt like. So I could add to my imagining. And within a month I had the car in my driveway and it was mine. So this is a time where you can use tools again, that are not particularly Capricornian, you know, um, but you can use the Capricornian discipline for manifesting. So this is a magical time of very fast manifestation. Okay. So let's go down our list here. Next, we've got eclipse season. This is a very big deal. We have been out of eclipse season for a couple of months. We were in eclipse season last fall, um, or spring for you all down under and boy, was it intense. That wrap-up of the Scorpio-Taurus eclipse cycle was a doozy. I know October was a mega difficult month for many people. And then we sort of started to have a break from it. Things just sort of settled into the new norm. And now we have eclipse season again. Okay, so eclipse season now is going to be from February through May 2024. And that is because eclipses tend to rear up around six to eight weeks before, or four to six weeks, sometimes it could be longer, but four to six weeks before each of the eclipses. So the first eclipse is a lunar eclipse, five degrees of Libra, March 25th. The second one is a solar eclipse, 19 degrees of Aries, April 8th. So we've got four to six weeks before then and four to six weeks after then, hence the February through May eclipse season. Now to put things in perspective, this eclipse season was active starting 2023, early 2023, and it will go through early 2025. We'll go into this deeper in the March and April reports, but I just want to give you a little bit of context. Okay. So Libra and Aries, I call them the me, we, um, polarity. Okay. Aries, me, Libra, we, they have to do with every combination of you, your own autonomy versus you in partnership, codependency, independence, interdependence, shifting around of relationships, breakups, makeups, new relationships. All of that is the theme of this time. Now, there are other themes that have to do with each of the signs, okay? So specifically for Capricorn, the houses accentuated are the 4th and 10th houses, which relate to home and housing and real estate and family versus career, work, employment. This is also the mother-father, you know, parental polarity. And so changes in those arenas since, you know, basically from 2023 um, through 2025, you'll be seeing this continuation. This started last spring or fall for you down under. This goes until 2025 spring or fall for you all down under. And, um, you know, so that's, that's what's going on. Now to reflect back to other times in your life, 
when these um, happened before, 2013 to 2015, okay, 2004 to 2006, and if you're older than that, 1995 to 1997, I know that's when I moved out of the house, you know, left my parents and moved out and graduated from college and all of that kind of stuff, and I can see myself for those things, they all involved moves, so you might be moving, moving house, moving relationship, moving location. You know, um, as I said, this this has to do with the home and family and housing sector. So the fact when I look back to those three times and I made big moves physically into different houses, you may find that you have or may do that at this time. And also big job things, you know, big first jobs for people coming out of college, big next jobs, big career moves. All of that could be what's in store. And this is going to just be opening this up. So if you imagine a pot boiling, all right, the reason why we have to talk about this in February instead of just March and April is because the fire gets turned on around February. All of these changes can happen and are kind of in process undercover or, you know, in a more, you know, less dramatic way. But once eclipse season starts, the pot goes on. So February, you may start, you know, the water's rumbling around a little bit. In March and April, the water's bubbling over, you know, and all this steam's coming off. And then in May, it's like the heat comes off of it and it starts to settle down. So that's, that's will be what the cycle is. And you will see these big changes happening then. Okay, so we've got, I'm going to give you some dates now. If you like dates that are of importance, you will definitely want to go to AnnieHelpsYou.com, sign up for my free email VIP community because, and also if you love astrology education, I have so much free education through there, through all my newsletters, we'll put you in touch with how to use the story possibilities and different ways to understand the signs. Um, And also you'll get my monthly write-up, which has the sweet and salty dates, which by the way, we have double the sweet aspects this month. So that's pretty exciting. Um, And you'll also get other important aspects and how I think they can affect you. But I'm going to give you a few here and you can go there if you want more. Full moon and fellow earth sign, February 24th. So the days around February 24th, new um, beginnings in the energy of Virgo. The energy of Virgo relates to the sixth house, which has to do with your daily work, pets, your health, your wellness, the things you do every day, And for Capricorn, the energy of Virgo and the energy of this new moon will light up your house of Sagittarius, which has to do with adventure. So you may find yourself having an adventure or broadening your horizons or advancing in some education or stepping into teaching um, or having some spiritual understanding or expanded um, insight. So it's it's a time of great optimism. And this will try and make the most fabulous aspect in all of astrology with your placement all of the caps can get benefits from this, but you early degree friends, so basically December born, you're more likely to get a notable outcome from this. And the closer you are to five degrees, the more you'll get that kiss. But pretty much everyone in the December born spectrum will, you know, have an advanced chance of manifestation from this. But if you're not in that zone, don't worry. It's fully available to everybody and it's still making a nice um, blessing for you. Look out on the days of February 8th and 16th and the days around those days because we've got two clashes with the planet Uranus. This is a very Uranian month because all of that energy in Aquarius is ruled by Uranus. So it's shocking. It's jolting. You know, it's electric. This is a very electric month. 
And um, these days, there are specific squares. First, the Sun in Aquarius, square Uranus on the 8th, then Mercury in Aquarius, square Uranus. Um, and those are going to be specifically, you know, shocking. So it's like, it could be surprise news. It could be, you know, information or discoveries that upset stability and balance. It could always turn out to be a good thing. Sometimes a shock you know, is a shock, but then it's like, whoa, okay, that could be kind of good. It doesn't necessarily have to be something bad, um, but it definitely can be um, a negative surprise. But it also can shock you out of a pattern that might need changing. You know, so you can you can look at it as a as a positive in that way too. If something comes to light, it may be something that was under the surface that now you you realize it needs some attention, and you can work it out. All right, so look out for those days. Don't be cleaning the toaster oven with it plugged in. You know, just kind of watch out, especially for electric things. Don't walk in puddles by downed lines. If there's a storm, things like that. Okay. And the days around February 7th, we've got Venus in your sign Capricorn, Trine, Uranus, and Taurus. So this is big money manifestation energy, just like the um, themes that we talked about with your second house. And, you know, really what's not to love about a sudden sweet surprise in the arena of love and beauty and money and self-esteem, right? So this could manifest as like a gift or a purchase of a long-awaited item, kind of similar to some of the things I talked about earlier. Ideas could zap in, you know, at this time. Um, Or you could align a business move or a money move with these energies, okay? So um, since you've got some of those shocking energies in the days around this time, just kind of look out and if things are weird, you may want to hold off. But in the time around this time, it could be a good time to solidify something that you've been working on for a while. If you love how I teach and you want to learn more, you can see more free ways to learn astrology with me at AnnieHelpsYou.com. Signing up for my free VIP community is a very good way to learn astrology, um, if that is what you're interested in, because I send out newsletters that are chock full of information that you can use to expand your astrological knowledge and usage. If you want to go deeper, I've got an astrology basics course that teaches you how the basics of how to read charts in six steps. And then I have my very comprehensive astrology certification program, which is basically my becoming a professional astrologer mastery certification course. And if you think I go into a lot of details in this um, free venue, then you should see what I put out there. I've got over a hundred modules and growing of a very comprehensive um, system that can bring you from zero up until reading professional charts. And if you already know something about astrology, it can help you tie everything together and give you the confidence that you need to ask for money for your craft. So you can see it there at anniehelpsyou.com. I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you next month. Bye.